Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. Um, it's your boy, Alex, and uh, it is the second week of November. And due to some scheduling conflicts and me falling asleep on the night we're supposed to record, sorry, guys, um, I'm going to be recording today's episode all by myself. I know, very exciting. Um, my voice and the impressions that I do are are always on spot. I'm told, and I'm not told at all, that they're obnoxious and a little mean. No, everybody just says that they're flattering, and uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, in, in lieu of that, I'm going to be doing my best to not only, you know, bring you the the Alex factor of the podcast, but I'm also going to be bringing you guys the Nikonsi factor of it and the Junebug factor, aka Khan. Now, for first-time listeners, uh, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber is a movie review podcast, and myself, Alex, along with my co-host Nikonsi and Khan that I've mentioned earlier. Uh, what we do is we primarily will review Kung Fu movies, uh, classic Kung Fu and modern, modern Kung Fu. And, uh, and then also we go into some of the, uh, modern movies that are up and coming that are out in theaters and, and just, you know, a few indie films. We try to get into the the Latin, the San Diego, because we're we're out here in San Diego, so we try to get into the San Diego Latin Film Festival, and then we also try to get uh, down to the Asian uh, San Diego Film Festival, which we did this past weekend, and it was a blast. We got to catch two movies. Uh, the first movie was actually a uh, Japanese spy film that the uh the folks over at the Asian San Diego Film Festival dug up. So a lot of the stuff that you guys are going to watch at these film festivals are stuff that are not uh usually very easily accessible and they're going to dig up these freaking treasures, these gems and and bring him out to these festivals for us to watch. And let me tell you, this Japanese movie was a blast. It was a like I don't know. It, it felt a little bit like a Enter the Dragon esque mixed with spy. You know, meet you know James Bond movie. You had this girl who was uh, living in Hong Kong for a while, learning martial arts. And then her her brother was a, I guess he was like a detective and he was undercover in some kind of mafia drug distributing uh, gang that, that, you know, poses itself as a dojo, of course, right? It's a martial arts movie. And um, he gets captured and they overdose him on heroin and the sister has to come in. And save his butt. Wow, really good job, big brother, at fulfilling your big brother duties. I'm just kidding. That's a gender role, and we don't believe in those, all right? If you want to be the person who needs to be rescued, then that's your choice to make, sir. And you know what? 
If you want your sister to come and rescue, that's also your choice and you are free to make it. So in this movie, that's exactly what happened. We had the sister go out and she fought a bunch of people. Let me tell you this, 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 uh, the movie was, was placed, I think it was 70s or 80s. That's about the film quality that we were watching. But she was a phenomenal martial artist. She was definitely the 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 heroine of the movie. Um, and uh, is it heroin? Heroin? I always feel like I'm saying a drug, which is which is ironic because that's what they drug the brother with. But she she kicked ass, and it was really cool watching. I love that Japanese folk will you know in a lot of a lot of movies, a lot of animes. As far as like the animes that I've watched and movies, uh, they love giving the girls the the strong roles and she was a strong lead. Uh, and and so this movie was highly enjoyable. Next year, so these these film festivals go down in November. So next year, if you're San Diegan, keep an eye out on our Instagram and we're gonna announce you know which nights we're gonna go. Uh, but it goes on for like about a week and they're showing movies like from, you know, from mid afternoon until late evening. And then during the weekends, they'll start movies as early as 12 p.m. So keep an eye on our Instagram. Keep an eye on the events in San Diego uh, around November time. And yeah, I hope we get to hang out with you guys next time. On Sunday, we also watched a Tibetan movie, which was called The Horse Thief. Now... This is where the artsy-fartsy side of the San Diego Asian Film Festival kicked in. And this movie was essentially about a Tibetan horse thief, or, or just a horse thief out in Tibet. And, you know, it was like ancient times where... Uh, you know, they were kind of still living out of tents and uh, kind of nomadic folk. And they were living in ho- in houses that were made out of adobe bricks. But it, anyways, like, it, it was kind of, it was, it, was, it was different, you know. And I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Uh, you got to throw an indie film in there every now and then, right? Uh, it, it delivered the story in a way that we're not used to. Usually when we watch a movie, you know, they're going to be giving us the plot. All right. Um, my name is Blake and this is, this is what's going on. My mom was, was kidnapped and I work at a distillery in Oregon, Portland, Oregon, and I need to go rescue her. And then, ah, uh, oh, like I'm sarcastic and funny, but now I'm paired up with this cop who's just a stickler for the rules. And then this is how my story went. So you kind of get like the plot, like within the first like five, 10 minutes. In this case, in in the movie Horse Thief, the director just fucking threw you in and he just like, you, you figure it out. So it was different, uh, a, li- <laughs> a little difficult to get through, um, but you know, it, it was interesting. It was, it was very culturally um, enlightening, you know, just kind of seeing how the, the Tibetan folk 
were so superstitious. And it wasn't a time of like modern medicine. Their kid was sick, so they went and prayed to Buddha. There was like these wooden uh like barrels or spinners that they have to go into the Buddhist temple and they have to like walk in and pray to Buddha and they have to spin it and pray for good health for 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 their kid. So they don't really have like a medicine man. So it's a lot of it's just kind of an insight to how the culture was back in the day. Um so that was that was kind of cool. Uh so today and again like as as you guys notice we don't really have a film to review just not like because because i don't want to go into too much detail about the films that you guys are most likely not going to be able to watch but i will tell you this much it was a fun experience and i hope you guys get to go next year uh this particular episode is just going to be a filler episode so the guys have brought some wonderful uh, presentations, recommendations for you guys, and, and just some brief words on them. So again, Kansi and Junebug aren't here, so I'm going to do my best to represent them to the best of my ability. So, so hey June, why don't you guys? Why don't you tell me uh, uh, what recommendations you brought for us today? Mm, okay, uh, so today I brought for you a, a video game, right? We're just going to call this Cons Game Corner, you know, it's where we come and we review games. So particularly, the first game that I'd like to uh, review is Borderlands 3. Now, Borderlands 3 is a great video game. Uh, it's It's not your typical uh you know other borderlands video game but we I, I really enjoyed it i think that they took everything from borderlands 1 and borderlands 2 and they did a great job of you know just making it three times as good uh, i i don't think that's how those good well alex if you uh were actually a gamer like me maybe you might know maybe just stick to your expertise oh, okay junior that's fine i can i can just kind of just it's your game corner yeah that's right that's right if uh, uh moving on moving on uh the next game i'd like to review is indivisible now indivisible is an rpg uh game for uh uh, uh the switch and I know a lot of people aren't too big on the Switch, but you know what? This is a great opportunity to get on the Switch. No, seriously, like, dude, like, June, I don't really have any other reason to, like, buy a Switch except, like, for Super Smash Brothers and Zelda. Well, that sounds like an ignorant, non-gaming type person, like something a non-gaming type person might say. Um... But there's actually a lot of good games. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, let's, uh, why don't you, why don't you tell me about Indivisible? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to do, Alex. Thank you. So Indivisible, uh, is a game by Lab Zero Games. And I really like this, this, uh, this gaming company. Um, and, uh, it's just a, a fantastic RPG and, uh, it's an RPG that uh, has combat mechanics that was inspired the Valkyrie profile uh, uh, game. If you guys are if you guys are 
into that. I think that that's something that you should get. But the story basically follows Ajna, uh, you know, uh, your typical tomboy character with a rebellious streak and uh, whose life is thrown into disarray when her village was burned down by an army. Uh, you know, typical army just just kind of coming in and doing whatever they want. Um, but it's really cool. It's really fun. Uh, and then, and then the last thing that I'd like to talk about is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, June, I'm looking super forward to Sword and Shield. That sounds like it's going to be a, a game. Again, wrong. Wrong again, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that the Pokemon industry is pulling some bullshit. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, then what, what, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, what bullshit are they pulling? Junior, I don't understand. Yeah, let me explain it to you. Let me let me school you a little bit. They are only going to release four hundred Pokemon. Oh, okay, that's that is crazy. You know what? That is crazy. Like, there's like over a thousand. If you knew anything, Alex, then you would understand that there are eight hundred and seven. Pokemon, you know, without the Mega Evolutions, but in a precise number of 902 forms and Mega Evolutions. Hmm, okay. Damn, that's a lot. So they're only releasing... Yeah, 400, Alex. 400, I'm trying to get to my point here. Can I get to my point? Yeah, just get to your point. I'm sorry. Only 400 Pokemon. And they're trying to pull... Like some lame excuse, like they don't have the resources available. Uh, first of all, this is the first release. This is the first gaming console release for Pokemon. And they're going to jip us like that. I can't believe it. And and with the lame excuse, like they don't have the proper resources. Uh, well, do you think that maybe they're trying to like maybe just focus in like on on the gaming, you know, like on the combat, like on the battles. Oh yeah, that would be a likely story, Alex. Except they're they're shit, they're garbage, they're nothing special. Like you know, um, but of course I'm gonna spend money on that. I'm gonna definitely buy the the game, and uh, I, I'm gonna be upset about it. But but no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. Uh, all right, June. I mean, you know, if, if, if that's Hey, I think that it's, it's first of all exciting that that Pokemon is releasing their first console game, and maybe the oh motherfuckers, maybe they're trying like expansion pack status on there. No, Alex, Alex, please, can you just can you just stick to your expertise? Yeah, all right, you know what? That's that's probably the the better the better thing for me to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, you, I don't enjoy shutting you down, Alex, but if you would just stop giving me the opportunity to do it, then maybe I wouldn't have to do it so often. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't have to do do it too often. Um, Nikansi, did you have some uh, recommendations that you wanted to bring to the table? Well, today, I wanted to bring to you, listeners... Uh, Dr. Sleep. It is a super scary movie that's going to leave you, Alex, uh, super traumatized. 
Uh, no, but this movie is based off of the, it's like kind of the sequel of The Shining. And uh, it was written and directed and edited by Mike Flanagan. And uh, I thought that it's a really cool movie. And it's something uh, it's something that you guys you guys would like if you're still in the Halloween spirit. And uh, yeah. All right, Nikonsi. Well, uh, my uh, recommend. Oh, oh, and and you guys need to listen to Troy Man April album. Troy Man on Spotify. Is, is that is that it? and and Jenny Slate stay right you guys need to go listen to her stand-up comedy uh, that's available on Netflix okay thank you Nikansi that is oh oh and and looking for Alaska great show streaming on Hulu and that's the final one except it's not the final one Alex it's not the final. I got another one for you. All right, Nikonsi, what's the what's the final one that you, I got? Haunted. Another scary Netflix series that you guys need to watch. And I watch it every night as I'm falling asleep so that I can have weird dreams. And that's how I get in the zone to teach kung fu every day. That's a really sadistic thing to watch while you're going to sleep. Yeah, I don't really sleep really well. I, I couldn't imagine Nikonsi. Um, thank you, Junior and Nikonsi, for giving me your recommendations. Uh, again, Junior, I'm so sorry about Pokemon Shield and Sword and Shield. Eh, I'm, I'll deal with it. I'll... I'll, I'll get by somehow. Hey, I, you know, I, I kind of want to play it. Yeah, it sounds like something a non-gamer would say. Just say it. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, my recommendations, guys, for this week, and this is coming from Alex, is a fantastic dubbed anime. Or you can watch it in the sub uh, version if you prefer the Japanese version of it. Um, called Violet Evergarden. It's I'm I'm on episode nine, and I love it all the way through. It's about uh, a girl, her name is Violet, who, I don't know too much about her, but like, she was an orphan, and she was trained in the combat of killing, and she's a beast, all right? She can murder a motherfucker, no problem, don't look at her weird, don't check her out for too long, because she will slice off your face. Uh, and about a major in, in an army that she got paired up with. Now, Violet has lived like a shitty life all up till, you know, she met the major and he kind of gave her a better life. Now, he did utilize her still as a weapon in the war, but we pick up in Violet's story after, uh, After she was uh, in a, uh, I, I think it was like a war-ending battle, if I remember correctly. She's kind of recovering from an injury, and she loses both her arms. 
and uh, and we are aware that the major died, and she's picked up by the major's friend, uh, uh, Colonel Redhead guy. I don't do good with names from the uh, um, from shows, but anyways, it's, it's like a heartwarming story. While she kind of like un- starts to understand like what emotions are and how to let people in into her life, while you know. Uh, it's 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 placed in the like the revolution the of of like technology you know we kind of they just kind of started the having automobiles they they're big on the typewriter so it's a little steampunky without being really steampunky but anyway she gets a job with the lieutenant uh writing letters for people she goes out and she she writes letters and starts to learn the different stories about each individual client that she gets and it's really heartwarming and I had a few moments where I was choking up by myself but I fought back to tears and and we were fine but it's a great it's a great anime I I highly highly recommend that you guys go check it out on uh, Netflix and again it's in the sub version and in the dub version. The dub version is wonderful. Uh, my second recommendation uh, is the anime. I, I watched a fantastic, my first basketball anime, which for me was Kuro no Basket. And that was, that was just a really fun, heartwarming anime and just great basketball. I'm a huge basketball fan for those of you who don't know. And um, I saw a new anime that came out, which is called Ahiru no Sora, which is available on Verve.co. And uh, it's about seven episodes deep. But if you are like me and you like to see into the future, the manga is like 134 chapters in. So, But being a fan of basketball, I'm going to say that as far as like basketball, like real basketball, what's the word I'm looking like? Real basketball mechanics and real basketball rules and strategies and and techniques. This anime is super accurate uh, about it. So that for me is very, very enjoyable. But like if you're not a huge basketball nerd like me, uh, the characters are so funny. Basically, the main character, Kurumatani, Kuru uh, is a fairly short, like, freshman in high school. Uh, but he is a beast at basketball. He's got handles. He can make shots behind the arc. And uh, he gets transferred into a high school where the basketball club is just a bunch of delinquents and uh and they just are fucking with him and he's he's like he's such a cool character because like even though he like for sure gets his ass kicked all the time he still like refuses to give up on fights and he somehow convinces these uh these thugs to to team up and and learn to play the game of basketball and he wants them to to go far in the inner high school uh, uh, tournament. So it's really cool. It's really fun to watch them. 
uh, play. You got a lot of rich and funny characters. And again, the main character is just so lovable. And uh, and it's just a great high school slice of life sport anime. So um, again, I hope you guys enjoyed the filler episode. Uh, for the month of November, we have some fun movies coming up. For me, uh, specifically, I'm very much looking forward to 22 Bridges from the directors of Avengers Endgame. I think it's the Russo Brothers. Uh, yeah, Alex, it's actually the Russo Brothers. Maybe, you know, maybe you could do some research. Oh, thank you, June. No, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's got Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. Black Panther, in it. And he looks like it's going to be like he's going to be great. Uh, I hope you guys get a chance to go watch it, and we are going to make sure we review it. And then this weekend, we have an exciting weekend. Uh, The Hidden Shadows uh, are heading down to Ensenada, Baja California, uh, with the Sidetrack podcast, which is another one of our podcasts. And then the Knickknack Show, which we haven't heard an episode from them in a while. I'm happy to say that we're going to record an episode down in Ensenada and hopefully release it uh, sometime next week. So look forward to that and um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HSTSC33 on Twitter, same handle, HSTSC33, and then on Facebook, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. Follow our other podcast, Sidetrack Podcast on Instagram and then uh, tell your tell your friends. Tell your friends if you like this podcast. Make sure you give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we will read your comment at the beginning of the episode. Uh, so thank you so much for spreading the word. And then Junior Nikonsi, is there something else you would like to say? Nikonsi, you look like you want to make a new recommendation and no no i'm just kidding you're gonna give me a heart attack thanks again guys for listening and we'll see you next friday for kung fu friday hidden shadows of the secret chamber good night